to the Arky Shea Experience. My name is Arky Shea. This is what we call the experience. I'm really glad to talk to you here today because I'm fired up, I'm pissed off, and I don't understand why we can't have the things that we want to have, the nice things. And I'm talking about the college football playoff, and, and I get it. I get it. It is a TV show. When this thing debuted back in 2014, I was on terrestrial radio, and I said to my co-host at the time, Cole Kublik of the SEC Network and beyond, I said to him, listen, this is purely for TV. The fact that they're doing an initial ranking show and updating them every week, we don't need that, but they're doing this for TV. And I get it, but what I've grown to understand over the last seven years is that not only is this thing for TV and college football is the ultimate, hey man, we just like to debate. We just we just like to embrace the debate, right? That that's this era. We just we just like being talked about. We don't like standings or rankings to mean anything. We want controversy. That's garbage, by the way. Just one to be talked about. Hey, should you have been in the Sugar Bowl? Uh, maybe, but guess what? You're not, so now you guys can talk about it. And guess what? We'll jump into next year and we'll talk about the same damn thing. Because the college football higher-ups won't get off their butts and fix it. There's not an altruistic bone in their body, not just to say, hey, let's do something that's for the greater good of the sport, but something that's also going to selfishly make you a whole bunch of fucking money. Because you can have it both ways, college football. You can have it absolutely both ways. Do you have the bigger pecker? Can you beat all the mid-major group of five teams and then let them in? Let him in. The big thing that pisses me off about this is not the playoff structure in general. I'm sure I'm going to get to that at some point in my life again, probably before December, maybe in December, when there's some type of decision hopefully made on the expansion of this. But the thing that really bucked my rear end is when the chair of the freaking committee is on national TV, and he's asked, point blank, brother, why would you have Michigan ahead of Michigan State? These two teams literally have one loss apiece, and they literally played each other on the field. Why would you have the team that lost to the team that won reversed? Why would you have the losing team on top of the winning team? And I... Kid you not, when the chair of the committee said, well, if you put watching the games aside, every other metric works out in favor of Michigan. I, 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 I don't know why we allow ourselves to be okay with this committee. 
It's dog trash. It's garbage. 13 dudes and dudes that just go into a, a room and start ranking teams. And I won't even get into the fact that UTSA's 22nd for some godforsaken reason. Oh, I don't know. I guess winning games doesn't count anymore. I guess it's just super easy to win all the games. That's why an undefeated team could be 22nd. Oh, it's, uh, it's a bad conference. Interesting. So there are 35 undefeated teams, or there's one out of those group? It's just super easy to do, huh? Because you got a bad conference. Oh, okay. Pieces of filth. I'm mad. I am, I am beyond mad at this thing. I'm mad at you who are listening, who supports it. I am mad at the committee itself for being as blatantly dumb and as arrogant and as reprehensibly irresponsible to the sport. And I'm mad at myself for loving this sport so much. I can go into the equity of this freaking sport for hours. And who knows? I'm going to have a lot of time in the holidays. Maybe I do it. But what I don't understand is how this committee can look at you with a straight face on national television and say something like they said about Michigan and Michigan State. Yet literally two spots above them, they have Ohio State fourth and guess who's third? The team that beat them on the field. That's right. Oregon is ahead of Ohio State. So it matters out of conference, but not in kind conference. Are the metrics so much better for Oregon that they get to be ahead of Ohio State? Every week, this committee tells on itself and moves the goalposts and gives you every reason to think that you should have no faith in it whatsoever. We as humans screwed up the BCS because we put in our flawed metrics. How do I know? Because at one point, uh, point differential was a metric in the BCS. And we had to take that out because we didn't think a sportsman liked to ask teams to win 100 to nothing. We didn't think that was very fair that teams were trying to beat teams they were better than by $2 million to get a couple of decimal places in the rankings. So, yeah. The BCS had a couple of good things about it, but we, the creators of the BCS, are flawed because we put the garbage in. You ever heard of Geigo? Garbage in, garbage out, G-I-G-O? That's what the BCS was. And I knew the college football playoff would be great if we got the playoff we deserved and we don't get the playoff we deserve. We get the playoff that the people want to give us. As if you and I, who spend hundreds and thousands and thousands of dollars on these teams every single year, don't deserve something better. We deserve so much better than what this trash is. And the solution is something that we'll never be able to talk about. We'll never be able to debate it because the college football playoff and the college football lords out there just want there to be controversy in the air as opposed to giving us a product that we actually want to watch. 
You tell me how I'm supposed to decide if Michigan State or, I don't know, Cincinnati deserves to be in the top four. 13 guys and gals in a room? that That's the decision makers? I'd much rather it give a fan vote for the top four than to let these nimrods give it. And I, and I think that's a very flawed idea, by the way, in and of itself. But when they tell you every single week, listen, they've told you from the beginning. Remember when Stanford went to Northwestern a few seasons ago and lost, but Stanford kept winning games, and all of a sudden the playoff committee comes out and they had to explain why Stanford was so uh, high up, and even though they had that loss to Northwestern, a bad Northwestern team, by the way, uh, and they had to give us the term body clock because Stanford lost that game at 11 a.m. Central time. Their body clock, being a West Coast team early in the season, was was off. Body clock. Every week we just push the goalposts into a different direction. And you can't argue it. Because there's no one to answer our questions. And there's no one to hold accountable. Who do you hold accountable? Do you go march on Greg Sankey's lawn in Birmingham? Do you go to Indianapolis and say, hey, NCAA, uh, how about uh, trying something with this? Maybe figuring it out. Maybe not let the richest dudes in all of the sport dictate who your champion is in the richest division of your sport. Maybe you guys should have looked at that earlier. Who do, do you go scream at ESPN? ESPN's just a TV network. They don't care. Who are we supposed to get answers from when this constant garbage happens? And I, and I honestly can't believe people who might be listening to this, both of you, if you defend the playoff. Especially if you go back and say, well, you could have had the BCS. No, the BCS wasn't better. Please, the BCS was at least a step in the right direction. What else do you want figured out by a computer for you? Besides which Taylor Swift song are you? What other parts of your life you want dictated? Especially when your hard work and your accomplishment mean something to you. You want to tell undefeated teams that are in the Mountain West or the WAC or, or the Sun Belt or whatever, you want to tell them that, hey, nice, but uh, not quite nice enough. Or hell, if you even want to tell one-loss teams or undefeated teams that are in Power 5 conferences, hey, good good try, but, uh, you know, eh. College football is the wackiest sport out there as far as the majors. It is. It, it is not necessarily um, the most um, equitable as far as results. Good teams get built up and can be really good for a long time. But if you're telling me that 
There's only a few teams that deserve to be in consideration for the national championship every year. I can tell you, you're giving half of those away at the beginning of the year already. And you just want to sit there and let the whole season play out for two, max three spots? I mean, you're going to tell me at the end of the season, Ohio State and Alabama aren't going to be two of the teams that are in that four? Yeah, they've built great programs, but they've had it for decades. And I'm not saying if they don't win things on the field, they don't deserve a shot at it because they do. But do we just concede championships to them? It's such a short, narrow-minded view of this sport. It's my favorite sport. I've said it a thousand times on this podcast. I've said it a thousand times in one in my life. It's the greatest sport of all of them. I love the pageantry and the traditions and the weirdness of college football from 11 a.m. my time until 1.30 a.m. the next day my time. But this is unconscionable. Because what you're doing is you're literally listening to politicians tell you things that you cannot affect and you have to deal with it every day. Like you're listening to them lie to you about very simple things you see in front of your face. And you're just supposed to be okay with it. Why? Because we just continue getting it? I'll never understand why people just want to be in the... In the the field of yeah four is plenty first of all why would you want more football secondly why would you want more meaningful football at the end of the season and third why wouldn't you want a chance if your team isn't the two teams I just named or Oklahoma for the majority of this playoff run you're literally giving away two Spots probably max every year that can be won throughout the season. Why would you want that to always be the status quo? Because they win their conference? Good. Then they get two spots. Give other people spots. Not just willy-nilly, but if UTSA goes undefeated, give them a spot. Oh, but they don't play in the conference. Good. Shut up. Shut up with that garbage. They'll never get to play in your conference. They'll never get to prove it to you in that conference. Cincinnati will never get to play in the Big Ten every single season and have every single week mean what the Big Ten week was. So what, did you stop playing football? Stop trying? The argument's lazy, and it's stupid. What do you want from them to win their conference, which will inevitably have a handful of bad teams in it, and then schedule teams that will be ranked 1, 2, 3, and 4 at the time they play them and that are 1, 2, 3, and 4 at the end of the season, and then beat them? You understand how ridiculous you sound? And then when those teams have difficult games inside their conference, because, again, they're still a member of a conference – you immediately want to pee on their legs and say, hey, why didn't you win this game by 30? You were supposed to. Alabama was supposed to be LSU by 30. It won by six. 
LSU sucks. Okay? Period. What do you want? Do you just want your team to be the only team in consideration for the championship every year? You get a spot. Good. Go beat them. I don't care. Once you get to the dance, play them. I don't care. It'd be nice if a couple upsets happened. Would they happen? I don't know. We won't get to see it. You acting like uh, this point spread means shit. It doesn't. It's for betting. Okay? It's for gamblers like me. Because if it was meaningful and it was a fair metric, then maybe we'd see a lot more of these games hit right on the number. But uh, they're pretty often wrong. Good teams are very often beat by bad teams. We've had a record number of upsets this season. Not point spread covers, upsets. Could it happen in the playoff? It sure could. If you allowed it to happen. Playoffs already getting blow us. Good. Add some more. Add some more. What's the matter? Do you not want to watch football? Do you hate football? Do you hate football? And I swear, listen, I, I like you guys for listening. I, I think the argument's dumb and it's stupid. It's short-sighted. It's not great for college football. It may be good for your team to have two games to go through. But if you're just going to keep stacking arguments against it, I'm going to keep stacking the arguments against those arguments. But the point is, it isn't just the fact that the college football playoff is just four teams and it needs expanding. But the point is, is that this playoff committee comes on TV every single week and shows you something stupid. And we all say, hey, uh, well, that's kind of dumb. And then we go about our lives. There's nothing we can do. Maybe if we a little more furious, maybe if we called the SEC and Big Ten offices a few more times, maybe, you know, we organize a protest. Several thousand of us go and say, hey, listen, um, you know that thing where we want more teams in? How about you do that? And also, you get money, too. It's called win-win. Sports is the most democratic, great thing in the world because it literally is mano a mano, lady v. lady, team versus team. Best ones with the best coaching win on that day. Yet here we are negotiating for teams to get into a playoff. We didn't have a real way to crown a national champion until 1998. Think about that. And now we just sit here and continue to negotiate our way because everyone thinks they can get more money. And they could, and they could have gotten a lot more money a lot sooner. But, you know, we got to debate it. ESPN, ABC, Fox, they'll pay out the wazoo to get these games. They're live TV. That's what people want. So why wouldn't you give them what they want, me what I want, the group of five teams what they want, and you what you want. 
and stop all of this negotiating and stop all this college football playoff weekly nonsense. Next week, someone's going to sneeze and it's going to be, oh, hey, uh, you know, someone had a Kobe sneezy. I mean, we created this committee to say, hey, injuries can mean something, right? Injuries in a game here, a game there can mean something. Sure, right? How about we take this committee and shove it up its butt and do it the right way? Tired of every single week being lied to by my sports when my sports can literally, literally just solve it on the field and you won't let them do it. That last part was for the commissioners and the presidents. You won't let them do it. You won't let them give you more money. Why not? 